Okay, boys, how you doing? I am in Israel, and uh, so for me it is Sunday night. For you guys, Sunday morning. Sunday is Daf Nun Bet. We stopped yesterday on Nun Aleph and Mud Aleph on the bottom. So I'm just going to try to catch you up to the end of Nun Bet, and then maybe tomorrow we'll get on uh, live. So here we go. I'm starting from three lines to the bottom of the page. Nun Aleph and Mud Aleph, two dots. Tanu Rabbanan. So the first guy says, the first guy comes, digs a pit, 10 tefachim deep. Second guy comes, adds another 10 tefachim, so now it's 20 deep. And the third guy comes and digs another 10 tefachim, now it's 30 tefachim deep. Says the hayavin. everybody is chayav, all three guys. When something falls in there, dies, all three have to pay. Ma says, Urmin, who challenge? Had hofer bor asara, uba acher vesied vechied. Aharon hayav. One guy dug the tent, fachim tip, pit, and then the other guy came and plastered the walls. The second guy is chayav, the plaster guy is chayav, the one who dug it's patur. So make up your mind. Chayav u patur. So contradiction now. It says the second guy, right, who plastered the walls is chayav. So make up your mind. All three guys chayav, only the last guy is chayav. So the Gemara says, "Lema harbi v'harabanan." So we say one is Rabbi's opinion, and one is Chachamim's opinion. What is that? If you remember back, look at Rashi. Lema had the katani chayavim Rabbi he de amar leil gabe chofer bor b'shtisha ho'il ve'avad bor shiur nezikin de ha'veshutaf benezikin ve'hachad avdu kamaeshi or mita havu kulam shutafim b'shashumei mita. Remember the machloch yesterday that the guy, one guy dug nine, the second guy dug one more tefach. The B said they're both partners in Nizikin. Chachamim um, said the, the last guy is Chayav. So maybe you're here because the first guy dug 10 already, so he's a partner even for Mita. And the uh, other Baraita that says it's the last guy, that's Chachamim. Right? As she says, if you remember, why did I ke ish ehad veloshnaim? Because it says, kiich yiftach ish bor, ochiichre ish bor, ish ehad veloshnaim. Right? And therefore the second guy is Chayav. And therefore this is just a machlokatanaim, two Baraita, one is a B, one is Chachamim. Amar of Zavi, no. Havaharabanan. Both Baraitot Arabanan, who says the last guy is Chayav. So you need to explain why the first Baraita says all three are Chayav. So we say, Ad Kamu Kamrebanan Aharon Chayav, Elahechadolo Avad Kama, Shiur Mita. That's only when the first guy who dug didn't create a pit that was big enough, that was big enough, big enough to kill something. Then um, that's why they disagree. And they say, when you do nine, and then the last guy does the extra one, so it's all after the extra guy. But over here, Aval Hachad Avad Kama, Shiur Mita, the first guy already drug 10 Fachim deep. Fil Rabanan Modu, the Kulan Chayavim, they agree that everyone is Chayav. But the other baraita, they just right the, where the guy dug ten tefachim already, and then the other guy just came and plastered the walls. And you're saying that the plaster guy is chayav, the first guy is not chayav. You told me once they dig ten, ten deep, then even the chachamim should say is chayav. So what's going on? Over there, the case was because the, the wall, the pit was didn't have enough foul air in it. There was enough air, air circulation. When he plastered the walls, he made the inside of the pit narrower, narrower and therefore it, it started to have uh, you know air the air uh, circulation problems. And that's why he, the second guy is chayav. The first guy is not chayav because without plastering the walls, the animal wouldn't have died. Okay, ika da amre. Some have a different version. Amar of Zavid, Both, but I taught Arabi. The one that says all three guys are chayav. 
is it a B? And the one that says the last guy is Chayav is a B. Well, the one that all says all three guys Chayav, we understand. That's the B's opinion, right? That's fine. In the case of the plastering the walls, why is the second guy Chayav, not the first guy? There wasn't enough bad air, foul air, to cause damage or to cause death. And then this guy placed the walls and brought both potential damage and death. And that's why only his Chayav, not the other guy. Okay. If a person put a stone, stones around the edge of the pit that was only nine tefachim deep of before, but now when they added a, a stone uh, rim around the top and it's extra tefach worth of stone, so now we have a mahalokim, now it's ten tefachim deep, nine of actual depth, and then one more from the stone. So we're saying that's mahalokim between the B and the Rabbanan. Uh, you, you know, are both guys chayav, only one guy chayav. When I says pshita, of course it's <laughs> of course it's the same machlok. What's the difference? Right? Before, when we said it was nine, and then you dug one more, right? Where the B says they're both Chayav, and then Chachamim say no, only the second guy. So I might tell you the reason why over there they would say Chayav is because the extra pit that you, extra tefach, the end of the bottom, is where the foul air is, and that's where the animal can't have circulation properly. Air, air circulation, that's why it's choking down there and it dies. But when it's at the top of the pit that you added the extra uh, height to the pit by putting a stone, maybe there is not, maybe there's distinction, maybe it would be would agree in that scenario. That's only the second guy, and therefore Kamash Malan, no, it's the same Mahloket, that's the Chidush. Okay. Bay Rava, Tam Tefach Besilek Avanav Mahu, what about if he filled in a Tefach? He dug ten, right, the guy who dug the one extra Tefach then filled it with dirt. Or the guy who put the stone then took away the stone. Do we say what he already added on? He took away, so maybe he's now patur. Or maybe the second guy now he became the owner because when he added on to the pit, the first guy's job is ended. He's not controlling, not a part of this pit anymore, and therefore the only person that could be potentially chayav is still the second guy, even though he removed what he did. He already owned the pit, so as a tiku, we don't know. Have a board that's eight tefachim deep and two tefachim of water. Chayav, if the animal falls in there and dies, you chayav. Two tefachim of water is like, sorry, one tefach, every tefach of water right, is like two um, tefachim of dry earth. So if I have eight tefach deep tip, tip but from the eight Two of them are water. So it's like six of airspace, two tvachim of water. The whole thing is eight tvachim to the bottom of the water. We say that that's, if the animal falls in there and dies, no good. It's going to be chayav for that because every one tefach of water is equal to two tvachim of regular dry land. So we have six of airspace plus actually four because there's two tvachim of water that are worth two each. That's ten. Okay, the man says, Ibayalu, question. What if I have a board that's nine tachim, and of the nine, one is water? So it's eight airspace and one water. Do I say the same that that one is worth two now and it's really ten tachim? Do I say no? Since it's not enough water, one tefach of water maybe doesn't create foul air. Eat behavla. What do I say? No, there's, there's a deeper hole over here, and therefore there is, uh, you know, um, there is not proper air circulation. Okay. Or and without answering that question, when I ask another question, borshiv al mehen shloshat vachim ma'ima. What if I have seven tefach pit, and of the seven, three are water? Me, I'm bringing a kevan denefishi ma'im. Do I say now that since there is a lot of water, right? Then tefei eat behavla. 
There is for sure more foul air. Or Dilma Kevin Dilo Amka, since it's not really deep. Late Bahavla, there's not enough foul air to begin with. Tiku, we don't know either. Okay. What if you widen the pit? If by widening the pit, right, he actually increased the air circulation. So that should be that should be patur. Oh, backwards. By widening the pit, you made it easier for the animal to fall in. If we, well, we have to see. Did the animal die because it had not, um, you know, died from not uh, being able to breathe properly at the bottom of the pit? Well, this guy widened the pit, so he should be fatur if that's the case. If it died by banging into the bottom of the pit, he brought the, he has the nezik closer by widening the pit, the animal could fall in easier. Version number two. Do I to see? Do he fall in from the area that the that the guy widened the pit at? If that's the case, so then he brought the the nezek closer. He should be chayav. But if it fell from the side that he didn't touch into the pit, well then he and this he by widening the pit he actually reduced the uh, the foul air and created more air circulation. Therefore, he should be patur. Itmar, bor amuka kirohba. If I have a bor, that's depth is equals to its width. Its width. Rabbah Rav Yosef Amar, leolam yesh bahaval ad shehira hava yeter al umka. Right? There will always be foul air until the width is greater than the depth. The had Amar, the other opinion, which says, no, leolam en bahavla ad shehira umka yeter al rohba. There will not be right foul air until the depth is greater than the than the width. The width they're only arguing about when it's exactly equal. According to one opinion, there is hevel. According to other opinion, there is not. Okay. Avar alav harishon v'lokisahu. The Mishnah said that first guy walked by the pit and he didn't cover it. There was two owners to the pit. One guy walked by. One of the owners walked by, didn't cover it. Second guy, now, um, you know, the second guy uh, came by and he didn't cover it. The second guy was chayav. And the Mishnah also says that, but if he gave him the cover, right, or the first guy, I think it said he gave him the cover, then he's patur. Let's just take a look. That's the Mishnah. Okay, so the second guy is going to be Chayav. Mishnah says, okay, time out. Rishon me'emat miftar. At what point in time is the first guy going to be patur? Right? When the first guy left the second guy using the water, he's drawing from the well, so he's patur now. When he get, when he puts the cover, when he gives the cover back to the uh, you know the first guy gives the cover to the second guy, that's when the first guy will be patur. Someone who's drawing water from the well. Let me do, you know let me draw some water. Once I left, I left and the second guy started using or drawing the well. Now he's responsible for the uh, for covering the well. I'm patur. No, no, you're not you're not patur until you give him the cover to the well. They might come if they get what they argue about. He holds you can have retroactive designation. And therefore, when the second guy is drawing, each guy is drawing from their own water, which means by giving the second guy is not taking responsibility for the for the portion of the pit that belonged to the first guy, because there is berera, and therefore he's only drawing from his own portion. And therefore, you're not going to be patur until you actually give him the cover. 
There is no retroactive designation, and therefore, once I walk away and I let him draw, he's he's in charge of the pit. Fine. They found the opinion they hold elsewhere. Two partners that own a piece of property that made us vow not to derive benefit from each other. They're not allowed to walk into the yard that they both own. Yaakov says, no, each guy can go into his own portion. What does that mean? How does he have your own portion? Is it a partnership field? No. He holds there is retroactive designation. And therefore, by going into the field, I'm showing that this is a portion that belongs to me. And therefore, I'm allowed to go in. They hold there's no retroactive designation. And therefore, you can't go into the field because part of it belongs to your partner. And you're, you made a vow not to derive any benefit from him. Someone who sold a pit to his friend. Once you give him the cover, he acquired the pit. Manas says, hey, Chidami, what's the scenario? If you talk about it, he bought it with cash. Let him, let him acquire it with the cash that he gave. Right? The Ibe Chazaka, if we're talking about he didn't pay cash, he's making a Kenyan Chazaka, right? Let Chazaka, let him, so just what, what do you need to cover? Let him make a Kenyan with Chazaka. Manas says, no. Let Olam be Chazaka, Ubay le Mema le Chazak vekani. Which means it was a chazaka transaction, and the seller needs to tell the buyer lech chazek vikani, go take it and make chazaka, and you can acquire it. And what the Baraita is teaching you that handing over the cover is like you told him to go make kinyan, and therefore picking up the cover is enough for him to actually acquire the pen. Okay. Someone who sells a house to his friend. Once you give him the key, he acquires the house. Mana says, Hey Chidami, what's the case? Again, if it's a cash, cash transaction, let him acquire it with the cash. If it's a, um, uh, what do you call Hazaka acquisition, let him Hazaka. So what do you mean, give the key? Again, same answer. It is a Chazaka transaction, and the seller needs to tell the buyer, go and make an acquisition and acquire it. The Baraka is teaching that giving the key is the same as telling him to go make a Chazakat acquisition. A person who is selling his flock to his friend, flock of sheep or animals, whatever kind of goats, whatever they are. Maskuchit, I think it is. Once he sells this Maskuchit, which we will define in a minute, he acquires the entire flock. Mana says, Hechidami. If this is a Meshicha transaction where he's going to pull the animals, let him pull the animals to acquire it. If it's handing over the reins, so what do you mean this Meshichit item? No, 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 really it is a Meshicha transaction. So the seller needs to tell the buyer, go and pull it to make the acquisition. What we're saying in Baraita is, handing over this Meshichit is what is, is like the seller is telling him, go make the acquisition and acquire it. So when I finally ask and answer my Meshichit, what is this that you're telling me that I can acquire the entire flock with this Meshichit item? In, in Bavel, they defined it as a bell. The bell that they would ring when the animals would follow the bell. It's a goat that walks in front of the flock that the goat and all the other animals follow. So it's like they follow the leader. They play follow the leader. So if you sold the leader, make a kinyan on the leader, he gets the entire flock. 
Right, like the one, this person from the Galil, right, was Doresh, because now we're trying to define the word Maskukit as this uh, leaders. So he says, Kadragiz Ra'aya Al Ana, when the, when the uh, shepherd, right, is angry at the sheep, Avad Lenagda Samuta. He made he uh, makes the uh, the blind the leader blind. I mean, it's a reference to uh, the rabbis when the people Hashem, the people are sinning. Hashem will make their rabbis blinded, so they will not be able to make some kind of teshuva. Looks like uh, she says that she's avid lenagda samuta laez hamoshechet menaker aine venechshelat venofel beborot vaeder acharei kach shahamakom nefra mison ei Israel mimanelim parnesim sheena mehuganim. She says when Hashem wants to penalize. The enemies of Am Yisrael, that's Lashon Sagina Hora, means the opposite of that. He points, um, you know, the leaders of the nation that are not worthy. That's what he means. Okay. No Mishnah. Kisawa Rashon Abashinim, it's a Omegule. Velo Kisawa Shinichayav, right? The first guy covered it. And then, so the second guy comes along and finds out that it was uncovered, and he doesn't cover it. So the second guy is Chayav. Kisawa Karawi. Cover the bit properly, and then a donkey or a uh, an ox fell into the pit and died. Patur, loki You didn't cover it properly. Then fall the tocho shor hamor, right? And then an ox or a hamor falls inside. Umet chayav. If the animal fell forward into the pit from the sound of the digging, he got scared. Chayav, you would have to pay. Laachorav, he fell backwards into the pit. Mikol akhiria from the digging. Patur. So ox fell in and had utensils uh, you know, on the animal and the animals and it died and the utensils got broken. The ox, you're obligated to pay for the ox but not for the utensils. Hamor uh, and its, uh, its clothing that it was wearing which is usually the saddle or some kind of uh, garments that were on the back of the donkey that ripped. Right, so because this is a board we already learned a few times, right? That that kelim uh, patur from a board, the animal yichayav, the kelim yipatur. The owner of the ox was hashu, so hayav. Okay, you're going to be obligated. Ben obat eved ohama patur. However, if what fell into the pit was a, a child, or a slave, or a servant, patur. Okay, gemara. When I says when you tell me now that the first guy covered the pit and then the second guy came and found it uncovered, right? That the second guy is Chayav, well, the first guy is going to be Patur for how long? Forever? Until he finds out that it's uncovered. He's Patur until he knows otherwise. Until he's informed, right? Which means it's not enough for him to find out himself, so he wants to tell him, apparently. And the other one is Bechdeshi Yada means maybe it means enough time for him to find out on his own. Let's see. Now she says Bechdeshi Yada. Now she says she avo gam harishon achare ken v'yer enu megule ho'il v'shnehem yodim shehu megule ram yachiyuve atar vayora. She says until he knows for himself, he has to go find out, right? And Shmuel says, "Bichdesh yodi uhu," meaning Rashi says, "Afapi shelo baveraahu chayav bichelko." Right? Even if he he wasn't he didn't see it with his own eyes. According to the first opinion, you have to see it himself. Shmuel says, "So it's enough for someone to tell, come tell him." But if Yochanan Amar bichdesh yodi uhu v'iskor poalim v'ichrot arazim v'ichasenu. Third opinion that he gets informed, and you still give him extra time after that to hire workers and chop down the wood to build the cover to cover the pit. 
He put a cover that was strong enough to withhold the ox, but not strong enough to withhold the camel. And then the camel came by, weakened the wood, and then the ox came by and fell through the, the wood, it broke because it was already weakened by the camel. What do we say about that? What's the halakha? Because he did cover it properly for ox to begin with. I says, let's qualify the case. If he did this cover that can only hold ox and not camels in a place where there are camels, so he's negligent. If there are no camels, Anusu, what do you want from him? That camel walk by and weaken the wood. It's not his problem. He should be patur. So what's your question? And he says, There are camels. Once in a once in a blue moon is camels. Do I say that since they come once in a while, he's negligent now, he needs to cover for those eventuality that maybe this camel's going to come by? Or he should have thought it, that was you know thought about it in, his, in mind when he's building the cover. Or do I say no? Since right now, at the time that he built it, and he covered it, he covered it properly. There are no camels in town, and who knows when they're going to come? So maybe he's anus if they actually did come and weaken it. Tashema, let's learn a proof. Or I covered it properly. What falls inside is a donkey or an ox. Umet patur. That's what the Mishnah said, right? Manah says, well, it's over here, it's a barata, I think, but hechidami. Let's see the case. Explain to me what happened. Right? If you're telling me now, right, that I covered it properly both to, to protect against camels and donkeys, then how had an animal fallen here? Isn't it talking about a case where it was worthy to withhold the ox but not withhold the camels? Now, if you're telling me that he did this, right, that can only withstand the ox and not the camel, in a place where there are camels, he can't be patur, then he's negligent. Right? If there are no camels, of course he's, of course he's patur, it's pshita, he's anus. And therefore, I don't need the Mishnah, I don't understand the Mishnah, what's it telling me? Must be the camels come once in a while. Atu uha, and camels came by, weakened it. Atu and then the ox came in and fell and threw the pit, broke the broke the wood, and fell in and died. Kutani it patur, and therefore, and it says you patur. So learn from here, Alma. Even though the reason why you patur is because there are no camels at the time that I put the cover, and that's why it's telling me it's patur. Amre lo. Really, the wood that we used was strong enough to withhold everything. And your question was, then how did the animal fall if I put it strong enough to withhold camels? Because you wanted to know what's my status if I put the wood strong enough only to withhold the, the ox, but not the camel. I'm telling you, this, this is not a proof because this one was strong enough to hold even the camel. And you're going to ask me, then how did the animal fall? That the wood rotted from termites inside. Okay, and therefore that's that's how it broke through. Tashima. Loki You didn't cover the, the the pit properly, and then the animal came in and fell fell in. Now you 
Manasseh says, hey, Chidami, what's the case? If I didn't cover properly, neither for camels or for ox, of course I'm chayav. It's pshita. I don't need to tell me that. Right? I have to tell you, you're chayav. You didn't cover it. Must be it's talking about a case where I covered it properly for the ox, but not for the camels. Again, hey, Chidami, what's the scenario? If there are camels in town, so he's negligent. Of course, it's going to be chayav. If there are no camels, then he's honest. What do you want? Right, must be it's told about a case where the camels do come once in a while, so he needs to think about it. And then they did come, and they weakened the wood, and because it wasn't strong enough to hold withhold camels, and then when the ox came, it broke. And they have uktani chayav. And then the, the, the baraita says, the person is obligated in that scenario. Alma, learn from there, since the camel do come once in a while, he's now a considered negligent, and that's why it says he's chayav. So that's the answer to your question. Says, right? Then he needs to know, he has to think at least that potentially the cat was going to come because they come once in a while and therefore he has to protect against that. And I says, no. I could tell you really, he's talking about a case where it's worthy for the, the ox and not worthy for the camels. And there are camels. And you're going to tell me, okay, then what is this for? I mean, the guy's negligent. <laughs> There's camels in town, he didn't make the, the cover strong enough to withhold the camel. I'll tell you, no, I did the Nasiv Resha Kisau Karaoi, Nasiv Sefa Nami Lo Kisau Karaoi. Right? Since in the Resha, I was talking about covering properly, so I mentioned uncovering, right? And instead of what's, you're right, it's Pshita, it's just to keep the stylistic uh, ruling the same, so that you have the uh, you have parallelism going on in the Baraita. And therefore, don't learn anything other than that. It's Pshita exactly like it says. Some say, Hanami Vadai Lo Ibailan. That question that you asked about, it's not even a question. That what? That there are camels that come once in a while. Do I need to protect against them? Of course, if they do come, he needs to know. He needs to, he needs to protect. And therefore, even if they don't come frequently, if they come once off, once in a while, he must protect against that. And if he doesn't, it's, he's in negligence. So then what was the question? Right? That he had to, he had to worry that they're going to come by. Now, you know what our question was? This was our question. We had a question. It was strong enough to hold back the ox, but not the camels. And there were camels in town. But you know what happened? Not that the camel came by and weakened it. The camel didn't come. The termites came and weakened the cover. And then the ox fell. Mahu. What's the case now? Do I say, listen, at the end of the day, the cover that he put wasn't strong enough anyway because it was, wouldn't, couldn't withstand the camels which are frequently in town. And therefore, I don't care that it was now, uh, you know, it was, it was eaten by termites and it broke. It was going to be chayav anyway. Or do I say, no, I don't say, I don't say, Migo, that since he's a posha for this, he's, a, he's obligated for the other case. The case that he was negligent for didn't happen. He was negligent for camels and the camels never came. What did happen was something that was normal. So maybe he's patur. I says, Tashema, come learn a proof. You covered the pit, the pit properly, and what falls into the pit now is an ox or a donkey, and it dies. And Baraita says, you don't pay. The itmar Allah, we learned about this Baraita, Amar bits hakba barhana, shitli right? That it was eaten by termites, and that's why it was going to be patur, it's not your fault. 
Gemara says, Hechidami, what's the case we're discussing? If you want to tell me that it was the best cover possible to withstand both camels and donkey, and, and donkey uh, ox, and then the termites came, what do you want him to do? Right? Of course he's patur. El alav must be, that's the case, not, not the case because it's pshita, must be what it's talking about is kara'oy lishvari velo kara'oy legmalim. It was worthy for the, the ox but not worthy for the camels. Ushchichi gemalim and there are camels in town. But the camel is not what caused it to, uh, is not what caused it to break. You know what happened? The termites came. Uktani patur. And therefore, it still says the Baitas is Patur, Alma, you see from here, Lo Amrina Migoda, Havit Poshe, Linyar Gvalim, Havit Poshe, Linyar Hatla'a. I don't say that since you're really negligent regarding the camels, that now we're also going to make you obligated when it gets uh, when it gets eaten by the termites. My answer is back, Lo, not a good proof. Le Olam, Karaoilag Malim, Vikaraoilish Farim. Vitliya Mitocho. Really, it was better, it was it was the best cover possible. Withstand the camels on the ox, and it was eaten by the termites, so it's weakened. With the kakash yalach, ki Right? What did you want the guy to do? Of course he's patur. No, mahu tema, you might think, Maybe we would obligate him to check the cover, knock on it, and see if it's hollow. It's being eaten by termites. Maybe he needs an obligation. You open the pit. You covered it with wood. You know termites come. Maybe you need to knock on, check on the wood every 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. Who knows? Right? And therefore, kamashmalan that I don't need to. That's the chidush. I don't need to check it. That's why it says patur. Okay, we'll try again. Tashma Sefa says, right, that you didn't cover it properly. And what falls in there is an ox or a donkey. Um, and now you're going to be chayav. Hechidami, what's the case? If I covered it with something that's not going to be able to withstand neither ox nor camels, do I need to tell you chayav? Of course not. What must be the chidush talking about? It was worthy to withstand the ox, but not to withstand the camels. If there are the camels in town, so he's negligent. Why? You put a cover that can't withstand the camels. Right? And if there are no camels, Anusu, he's honest. Rather, must be talking about a case where there are camels, but you know what happened? The camel didn't come. The termites came and they eat through the wood and they weakened it. And therefore it says, Right? We do see, we do, in, this, in this proof, we do say that you are negligent for the uh, termites because you were already negligent anyway. You were negligent, you put a cover that can't, can't withstand camels, and there's camels in town. So once you're negligent, I don't care what happened at the end of the day, you're negligent. And therefore, Chayav says, Amre, lo, that's not a good proof. I could tell you that what that it was worthy to withstand the ox and not worthy to withstand the camels. And there are camels of town. And the camels came, they weakened it. And then the ox came and fell inside. And if you want to tell me, what do you mean? I'm negligent. Of course, there's camels of town. I never put the cover that could withstand the camels. I'll tell you, no, don't learn that. It's not pshita. Don't learn anything out of the sefa. It is pshita. You're right. But I taught the resha, and therefore I wanted to teach the sefa to keep the stylistic parallelism going on. And therefore, don't learn anything other than what it says. And it is pshita. You're right. But it's there only to teach. I did the sefa. Fine. Tashema. One last proof before we get to the two dots. Nafala tocho shor sume balayla. Chayav. Right. What fell into the ox is a shore or an ox that belonged to a or a blind person, 
or mehalech by lila, a guy walking at night, chayav. Okay, but if it was pikeach or mehalech by yom, patur. Okay, if it's a regular person and he's walking at daytime, patur. Now, ve'amai, why is patur? Nemami dehave poshel inyan chadesh, have nami poshel inyan pikeach. Why is he patur for the regular person? If he's chayav for the chadesh, say that he's also chayav for the pikeach. Migo. Once you're negligent, you're negligent. Elalav shmamina lo amriyan migo. Shmamina learn from here that we do not say that since you're negligent for A, you're automatically be hayav for B. If you're negligent for A and A happens, you're hayav. But if you're negligent for A and B happens, you are patur. Shmamina adkan. Yalla, we'll continue tomorrow. Baruch Adonai Amen v'amen.